The tongue. The tongue. Oh my god. I have not laughed so hard at a movie in some time. That shit really truly had me rolling. It's Steve and welcome to my review of Halloween Ends. I am pretty much just going to stick to my script as much as I can, so I have to do as little editing as possible. So let's just uh, get rolling. Halloween Ends is not really an excellent Halloween franchise movie. And although it was a fine conclusion to this trilogy, it felt more like a setup for much of the movie. Like, this could have been Halloween Kills, not by the same title, and then they wouldn't have had to throw away most of what they began to establish in this movie. They could have then explored that lore more fully instead of bringing it in just to throw it away. Unfortunately, I got to a point in the movie where I felt I just wasted over an hour of my time watching a movie that was tossed to the side in an instant for another movie, essentially. All that said, some of the themes in this movie, ongoing themes from the trilogy as a whole, or at least branches from off of those themes, were made better and worked because of how exhaustively stated that they were in the previous movie. And it does, in some ways, Halloween Ends, does in some ways make kills better, or it at least makes more sense of it in terms of a vision. However, it felt like that vision was only carried through in this movie because it had to be, despite them doing a nice job with those themes. It felt more like a justification for a lot of what most of the audiences felt were the worst parts of Halloween Kills. I did think that this movie was interesting, and I felt like it was creating layers, until the moment it was all tossed aside, like a once-favorite toy of a child on Christmas morning, never to be thought of or explored again. Now, a little bit on characters, I actually liked the characters, most notably early on in the movie. I liked the new addition, Corey, despite him being the entire reason that this movie should have been the start of a trilogy, or at least the second act in a trilogy, in this trilogy. I liked Allison more. I thought she was sympathetic, at least up until a certain point, and most of all, this was the absolute best Lori. So, so much better than she was in the first two movies. There is a bit of an issue of how does Halloween 2018 Lori become Halloween Ends Lori, but I don't really care because I loved her character so much that who cares? You know, I don't care. <laughs> Just loved her character. Now, as we all know, Halloween Kills did a pretty bad job with the social commentary, and on top of that, literally explained it through monologues, and there was a little bit of over-explaining of themes at times in this movie, but to a very bearable level. Additionally, what was presented in Halloween Ends here was not at the forefront in this film. It was handled much more gently, and it didn't become the story. In other words, it was actually subtle to, to at least to some extent. 
Um, not so subtly, I, I think almost anybody would catch the themes, though. The level of creativity in storytelling was much better in this movie than the previous two. Like, as filmmakers, this team, the writing, it evolved, and it appears that they have seriously taken the criticisms from the past and improved upon them. The jokes did not land for much of the previous two movies, but in this movie, there were several that got a good little laugh out of myself and as I opened up this review on, there was one that was masterclass hysterical. Another thing that I liked in the writing was right at the beginning of the movie, where Lori is working on her memoir and she has an, I, I think it's a memoir, but she has an internal debate about uh, letting quote-unquote him in, or quote-unquote it in, or quote-unquote evil in. They did a lot to tell you what this movie was going to be about and also to prepare you that you were in for something different. Uh, now, from that aspect, Cody Leach on YouTube, a reviewer on YouTube, caught some real good hints that the filmmakers um, gave the audience that I won't cover as all credit goes to him. So go check out his spoiler review of the movie for an in-depth take on the movie. I agree with a lot of what he has to say. Anyways, that example I brought up about him slash it slash evil, I thought was a very clever way to say a whole heck of a lot about the movie, and in a clever way, but also one that you caught on to it that they were saying something, at least if you're a Halloween franchise fanatic to some extent, then you would have caught on to what was going on, and there were a couple of layers even to that. For better or for worse, Halloween Ends has the most story in a Michael Myers movie, and it takes a unique turn in the franchise. Now, usually it, you don't take a turn at the end of a franchise, but or at, the, at least at the end of a trilogy in a franchise, but whatever. Um, it, it was not a turn such of that to the level of Halloween 3, uh, the, the witch... Oh my god, I'm working on a review for that right now, and I can't think of the name, but the Season of the Witch, um, which is really not a Michael Myers movie, which is a bit why I used that terminology here, but for some, it may feel like that. It may feel just as bad as that, and for me, I mean, I said it at the top of the review, this is barely a Halloween movie for most of it, which may not be what I signed up for, but I didn't hate what I got either. I thought it was a rather well-written and told story until it wasn't. I think I expressed in my thoughts about Halloween Kills that there was only something like 15 minutes of actual story in the movie, and you know, I, I thought that maybe they kind of took those 15 minutes from this bigger story that they were telling but it was too big for one film, so they turned it into a trilogy, and that the rest of that movie, Kills, was just window dressing. Once again, they did a fine job of making the best of that window dressing in Kills, but there was, once again, only another 15 to 20 minutes of that story that they spent a whole movie building into that, uh, that made it into 
ends. In that sense, there was only about 40 minutes or so of a continuous story from Kills to this movie. I thought they were building up to something, setting something up in Kills, and I give credit to Ends for how it integrated the themes from Kills into this movie, but it was still mostly a different story from Kills. This was not a cohesive trilogy from start to finish, even if, again, again, again here, they did tie it in together nicely, and I already praised some of that, but it doesn't mean that this was the plan. This felt like how Star Wars did their most recent trilogy, except it was all under one vision, one director, so like, what happened? So we have established that I appreciated the writing all up until I wrote in my notes, there is one huge, massive issue with the crux of what kicks off the third act, and movie magic is no excuse for it. And to be honest, I think that there were two huge issues that I ended up having with the writing, followed by a third issue, which is that this feels like they smashed two separate movies together, truly. One other issue that I had was with the audio. I had a very tough time understanding what was being said several times. I'm not positive if that was just a me thing or not, but I did have the volume very high, so it shouldn't have been an issue. There are a lot of minor issues that I could bring up if I were to do a more comprehensive review, but the only other one that I'd like to bring up before a few last spoilery bits is that it could have used just a little bit more gore. The carnage candy was mostly at a minimum, and this is not a big complaint, and I actually did think some of the gore was pretty darn good, but it's just like one or two more moments sprinkled into this movie would have helped it, I feel like. All in all, I liked most of the movie. I'm not able to give it an X out of Y stars rating at this moment. I'd need to see it again because I was having one experience with like the most of this movie and then in the final 20 minutes or so I had another and there's also separating this as a movie or or as a Halloween movie in which case it's going to get a little bit of a lower rating because it just doesn't feel like one. So come back and listen to the end of this review after you have seen the movie. I don't recommend listening to this last portion of my review unless you've seen the movie already. So I am currently stalling to give you a chance to pause me now as I enter spoiler territory. I'm still not going to outright spoil too much here, but I'm literally about to put one foot into the spoilers and leave one foot out. I do think what I'm going to spoil is pretty much expected from this movie, but here is your last chance to pause me and come back after you've seen the movie, okay? Alright, you've had your chance, let's go. Michael Myers' conclusion was not epic. It was a bit of a letdown, and I don't think that's necessarily because I wasn't, quote, it wasn't, quote, unquote, epic, as I just stated. But it falls flat because Michael wasn't really in the movie. Like, leading up to his conclusion, to the conclusion of this movie, he's just really not in much of it. You can't have a sad character death like this, an emotional one, and just show me clips of his life from the previous movies 
and expect me to immediately feel bonded to the moment in the moment. At the very least, there should have been a cat and mouse chase between the two. I kept expecting more, and they knew that, and they played on those expectations, and they subverted them. But as we've learned by now in film, some expectations shouldn't be subverted. Wanting an awesome finale between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode is one of those things that you just don't subvert. You give it to us. What was this final fight? Like, like this final fight, once again, could, could have been f good after a, a house chase. Let me revel in past emotions. Let, let those come up on their own instead of trying to cheese in a few clips from other movies that is supposed to spark some sort of... I mean, I watched these movies plenty... Like, and I still didn't get connected in the moment, so it just wasn't very good from that end. I didn't mind the ultimate send-off, although it was, like, just, you know, a bit corny. But it works fine within the context of Halloween Kills and this movie. The uh, lore of this town, how they've built this town to be. So I was able to look past the stupidity and, frankly, self-loathingness of that whole final send-off scene of Michael. For the rest of these stories, they were fine. It was fine. It was an end. And I can appreciate that. I appreciated the finality of everything, things, and I am satisfied with Lori's ending as well. No loose ends here. I appreciated that. That is my review of Halloween Ends. <sighs> Don't know what to think. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Peace.